Hey everyone, I'm David McNeil, and you're listening to The Graphics Profiles, the official podcast of Graphics Pro Magazine, a monthly publication that dives into every aspect of the custom graphics industry. My guest today is Pat DePiro, founder of Birdie Box, a company that specializes in personalized gift experiences. Sometimes these unboxing experiences can include a tablet playing a slideshow of photos of, say, a professional athlete. Through a myriad of processes that include printing and sublimation, Pat has focused his career on creating magical and memorable experiences for individuals. So I am absolutely thrilled to welcome Pat on the show. But first, a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode, LogoJet. Many businesses are limited because they can't customize products in-house. At LogoJet, we make printers that print on almost any item, from golf balls to laptops, so you can control your products and profits. Reduce your dependency on manufacturers and take control of the products you can customize in-house. Call now at 337-330-8471 or visit LogoJet.com. Awesome. Well, Pat, uh, you know, thank you so much for being on the show. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, originally, you you guys were a monthly golf subscription box. Do I have that right? That is correct. Uh, okay. not, not, not everybody knows that. So, so, <laughs> well, uh, and I imagine that's where you, you get the birdie part from. That's right as well. Um, okay. <laughs> birdie's a golf term, clearly. Yeah. And when we made the transition... Uh, because obviously we expanded way beyond golf. Mm-hmm. It became a little birdie told me what the customer wants. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. You had mentioned there was some market saturation happening, but then you guys made a big pivot to the B2B corporate space. Can you walk me through that a little bit? Sure. Uh, so to your point, David, monthly subscription boxes became really popular I'd say 2010 to 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. So we became one of many. Right. Regardless of what our services were, and uh, I just wasn't effectively able to scale that business. Yeah, and we saw a bigger opportunity in the B two B space, so we did pivot in 2017, and we went from that monthly golf subscription box, like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. to a one stop luxury gift concierge service, mm. really servicing corporate clients, so Fortune 500, professional and collegiate sports teams or universities, mm-hmm. and professional golf tournaments, as well as what they call in the industry green grass, which mm-hmm. are your high-end country clubs, golf clubs that are all around oh, okay. the country. Yeah, gotcha. And so how many employees do you guys have today? 33. 33, all right. And you function entirely within one warehouse? Correct. We're currently, we have two office locations, but there's only one warehouse. Mm-hmm. But we're about to move into a 30,000 square foot facility wow. literally around the corner. Oh, fantastic. Okay, that's amazing. Uh, what, what's the square footage uh, currently? 15,000. Okay, so doubling, a little more Correct. than doubling. Yeah. And, and we only <laughs> moved in this warehouse, uh, David, six months ago. Okay, so I, I'm sensing there's a lot of growth. Yes, we've been very, <laughs> uh, we've been very fortunate. We learned. Uh-huh. Uh, I've had a lot of failures, but when you get the right team behind you, things start to really uh, click. I love it. Yeah. And we started to get real leaders on our team and mm-hmm. really buying into the philosophy and our, and our and our corporate mission and our values. You know, we embrace 
risk-taking and we try to learn valuable lessons along the way. So if you allow people to be, if you're vulnerable and allow them to be creative, but not penalize them, if it doesn't work out, you, you foster the best ideas. And we've done that over the last, you know, six to 12 months, which is, yeah. I think a big reason why we're growing so rapidly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think you're absolutely right to have that kind of embracing philosophy. Certainly mistakes are a way of like learning uh, you know, they're, they're fine as long as something is learned in the, in the process. A thousand percent. The first yeah. box we ever manufactured, uh, the first high end box, mm-hmm. you, you learn a lot of lessons when you don't know anything. And, <laughs> it, you know, one of our, we have a, it's called a logo jet. It's like a laser jet printer that allows mm-hmm. you to decorate with a logo or a name, et cetera. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't have the boxes with an extra laminate seal. So why is that important? So when I tried to apply the logo of our customer mm. onto the box, the box is actually made of paper and the paper, the paper under that heat started to disintegrate. Oh boy. <laughs> so uh, again, you know, just you talk about failure and learning lessons. <laughs> our, our current, uh, what we call as a soft touch gift box today was a culmination of failures. And that's how we got to today. <laughs> okay. I want to dive into some of the areas you guys are in, but I just kind of, you know, for our listeners want to, uh, I don't know, spotlight just how um, big these names are. So sure. if, I, ho- I hope you don't mind if I brag on you a little. No. And so, you know, here's a brief list of some of the companies, uh, Delta, Capital One, Live Nation, Pepsi, The Cubs, Lowe's, The Peach Bowl, The PGA Tour. I mean, some might say those are pretty big names. Can you give me a brief overview of how Birdie Box reeled in such powerful entities? Sure. Well, we try to do things very intentionally. Mm -hmm. Uh, So our focus uh, in terms of marketing and and also creating what we call brand evangelists Mm -hmm. or brand ambassadors is very intentional. So in most of the cases of those clients you mentioned, we either did a targeted sample with a highly custom gift box experience to a decision maker or a group of decision makers, Mm -hmm. or we organically met them through another event. So if you look at the Chicago Cubs, for example, or the Charlotte Hornets, who are they gifting? They may hire Birdie Box to provide gifts to their top two, three, four, five hundred clients. Those clients are typically decision makers at pretty large organizations. So we get the inherent trust of the Cubs and the Hornets and in this scenario. So when they open that gift box, there's a little birdie box logo on the inner lid. Yep. It already gives us instant credibility and we get a lot of organic referrals on behalf of our clients. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So between the targeted samples, those scenarios, and then obviously very specific trade shows, that's how we built our entire business all through that and word of mouth. Wow. I haven't spent $1 in traditional advertising. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. Um, first of all, let me just tell listeners that you come from big names. You know, I mean, like just to name two, Major League Baseball. Uh, that's followed by Nickelodeon. I don't know. I it just sounds like you know how to hone in on that client relationship. You know, I've been very fortunate. You just mentioned, you know, Major League Baseball, Nickelodeon. I also work for Bloomberg Businessweek. Wow. So these are some of the most iconic brands in the world. Right. And if you think about baseball, you know, you know, America's national pastime, it's all about the fan and that experience mm-hmm. and going to the ballpark or watching it through one of the other digital platforms. So it's all about an experience. So how do you amplify and create that experience? So at MLB... We had all these different ways to connect the fan to the game. 
and to their favorite team and their favorite players, whether that was through streaming video or audio or stats or other content that really just would give the fan anything and everything they needed. Right. And I learned a lot of valuable lessons about doing that. And I also learned that fans are very loyal to their local team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most fans are not just love Major League Baseball, they love the St. Louis Cardinals, the Los Angeles Dodgers, Chicago (laughs) Cubs. So I knew it was very important to create that personalized local experience because that was meaningful. Uh, We obviously gifted a lot of our biggest customers at Major League Baseball, and I would just gauge the reaction of the clients when they received the gifts. And everyone's always going to be thankful if it's a gift, but were they really using it? Were they re-gifting it? Was mm-hmm. it something they already had? And I was always perpetually curious. So I would ask those questions and building those relationships, I would sort of unpack, you know, what was the real reaction when they received it? Right. And I would peel that onion back and you learn some valuable lessons by asking questions and listening. And I saw things that Major League Baseball did well in, in terms of the gifting process mm-hmm. and things we could improve on. And then you look at Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. uh, one of the, the biggest things that came out of my experience in terms of how do I apply that to Birdie Box, uh, the biggest event in Nickelodeon is the Kids' Choice Awards, mm-hmm. uh, where you know there's the kids vote for their favorite movies, characters, et cetera. Slime is a big part of that. It's so super experiential, super inclusive. Yeah. You know, you have, it's amazing, amazing event. And I watched what Nickelodeon did. And every night for the clients that they uh, flew into California, there was another hotel called Shutters, the Viceroy. And every night, David, they'd have mm-hmm. a different gift for, that, for the parents <laughs> and the kids in the room. And Nickelodeon just did a remarkable job. They knew the brand, they knew the experience, and they crushed it. I and love people it. would just literally come to us, even though I wasn't responsible thanking me. It was a lifetime experience. So that's what I knew it was really about the experience and less about the gift. We'll return with Pat DePiro after another message from today's sponsor, LogoJet. Isn't it time to reduce your dependency on manufacturers and take control of the products you can customize in-house? At LogoJet, we make printers that print on almost any item, from golf balls to laptops, so you can control your products and profits. We've helped more than a thousand businesses, and we can help grow your business. Call now at 337-330-8471 or visit LogoJet.com. Capturing that magic is just so important, that element of surprise. I mean, we kind of forget about that as we become adults, I think. But as children, I mean, there's nothing like unwrapping a present, that anticipation also, that the the paper that's used for the wrapping, the bow, all of it, it, it matters. It does. And if you think of this, whether you're five years old or 50 years old, we all like to be surprised. We all yeah. like to receive. We like to celebrate. Absolutely. And if someone feels that it was intentional, like oh, this gift could only have been purchased or provided to David. Mm-hmm. It means a lot versus David just one of 500 people who received the gift. <laughs> right. So we well, always yeah. want to make sure that, that that recipient feels like this was made for me. Absolutely. And and on that note, what kind of product offerings does uh, Birdie Box have? I, I mean, <laughs> I know. broad answer, <laughs> unlimited. So we have over uh, 100 luxury brands. That we direct, like so, Toomey, Lululemon, mm-hmm. Kate Speed, name the branch, Shinola, Ray-Ban, et cetera. But 
It's really about that experience and personalization and mm-hmm. that packaging, like you said, that surprise and delight. So we spend more time on providing that service and that element of surprise and making sure that when they open it, it is something they've never seen. Sometimes we will even put a video message. <sighs> so there's different ways. So it really is, as much as the gift is important, it's really about all those elements, the thoughtfulness and the psychology that goes behind it. And mm-hmm. it is the actual gift itself. Yeah, absolutely. Can you can you unpack, if you will, uh, one of your favorite boxes that you did? Sure. Uh, Typically, if you think about what's our world today, for better or worse, we're driven by technology Mm -hmm. and we live and breathe on our mobile devices. So typically the boxes that do really well, uh, which is what I'm speaking to you on right now, uh, noise cancellation headphones, Mm -hmm. not only are they high quality and have a long battery life, but the actual ear caps have the initials of the recipient tone on tone, so very understated. (laughs) Yeah. And then it comes in a really beautiful case. And within the case, there's a Velcro with all the components in a smaller case. Because uh. if you think about when you're at the airport or with your kids, everything gets lost. Mm-hmm. Maybe the battery dies. So we've tried to think of every possible scenario to protect the recipient. So we have a male-to-male plug that you could plug into the armrest if you're on the airplane. We have charging docks. We have backup docks, literally so that you're never left stranded. And it's not just the quality of the headphones, but when they open that up, whether you're an athlete and you see your number on the jersey mm-hmm. or initials or your wife, the reaction is priceless. So that's one core item that I think uh, does really well. Uh, there's some other items if you think about you can't live without. Uh, you think about phone chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, how many times is our battery low? Well, what we've done is identify a phone charger that not only – provides a great great battery life and does it quickly, but has mm-hmm. a digital display. So you know the exact amount of battery left within the battery itself, because what's more frustrating than try to charge your battery and the battery's dead. <laughs> right. And then we also don't know what type of mobile device you have. So the accessory tips for all mobile devices, uh, C-Note, uh, Android and uh, iPhone are all built within the device. Mm-hmm. There's also a wireless technology. So literally three people, David, could charge their mobile devices simultaneously. Oh, that's awesome. And do so very fast. And honestly, lately, there's two other items I'll, or three other items I'll share quickly. Mm-hmm. One is, um, you know, if you think of a padfolio, it's pretty sterile and old, but it's a common request. Uh, the one that we procured has a wireless charging dock on, so you just lay your phone on the cover mm-hmm. of the portfolio. It also has a battery back in the back. But then the class becomes a USB drive to store data and do presentations. Uh, that's been hugely popular. Um, there's something called an Ember mug. Uh, for those of us who are addicted to caffeine, like I am, <laughs> I may like my coffee at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. So this company, Ember, allows you through your mobile device, through their app, to control the exact temperature of your coffee or tea or beverage through your phone. And you're personalizing uh, that mug as well, right? Everything we do, everything's a strong word. 90 (laughs) plus percent is personalized. Either a monogram, person's name, an image of their family or themselves, or just a company logo, or a combination of multiple, depending on what they want. Can you tell me a little bit about, uh, just list maybe some of the processes that you use? You mentioned uh, LogoJet, but at, at your warehouse, like what, what are some of the other processes you have? Sure. So we have embroidery. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we have epilogue lasers that do etching and engraving. Um, we do debossing on leather and other items. And clearly the logo jets do the full color jet images. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, is there a certain percentage of like which processes use the most? We're open 12 hours a day and those machines run all day. Yeah. Uh, I will say that the logo jets, because our box is our moniker. So obviously the majority of our orders include a box. So mm-hmm. I would say the logo jets probably use the most uh, simply because the box is going to be something that's always decorated. No, that makes sense completely. A lot of the clients uh, we were talking about and, and certainly listed on your website, they tend to be event driven, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I have to know, uh, how did your company fare during uh, the COVID pandemic? I mean, we're coming out of it slowly, which has to be exciting for you. But tell me like about that from March through December. What was that like for you? Well, initially, like the rest of the world in March, it, it hit us you know, like a ton of bricks. And we lost seven figures of business in two weeks as events were canceled. Oh my God. Um, So besides crawling in the corner and a ball and weeping, um, (laughs) I just started to think about what we can do. What was our role during this pandemic? And I also thought there would be a need to stay connected despite the isolation that COVID-19 provided. So I made two significant bets. One I made pre-COVID, but it really came into play, which was building our virtual events capabilities. You know, if you can't be on site, whether you're an individual who missed their plane or couldn't come to the event, or simply even at the event, you were preoccupied doing something else, Mm -hmm. you could log on and still have a virtual gift experience. So we build uh, websites for events and for companies that allow the user to pick and choose not only the gifts that they want as part of their experience, but they could personalize each gift. So if they wanted to buy something for themselves, for their spouse, for their child, each product could be personalized to that level and then simply drop ship to the destination that they chose. So that was really important during COVID, that capability. And the second thing was we went on the offensive and we came up with a COVID-19 care package program Mm. where we were not going to solicit any business, but we were going to be a source of hopefully comfort. And we basically instructed our sales team to talk to every client or prospective client and provide complimentary gifts that they can provide to their staff, Mm -hmm. to their clients or their suppliers of key partners. And we wanted nothing in return. Wow. And- My thought process being not only clearly was that the right thing to do, people usually remember when the chips are down, who is there. And I thought when this world hopefully came back and it rebounded, they would remember Birdie Box acted with integrity, sort of came from a place of abundance for scarcity because most people I think were – you know, sort of hoarding what they had left because, you know, it's it's a scary time. Mm-hmm. And we were, uh, fortunately enough, labeled an essential business, so we never shut down. Right. And we provided thousands of gifts, and that really worked out. So we actually grew year over year in COVID in 2020. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, I mean, it almost speaks to, I, I think, like so many people have said before, and I'll say it again, but, like, empathy – is probably one of the best marketing tools out there. Like everyone just wants compassion. I mean, I, it just makes sense. And it is, you're right. It is something you remember after. I would tell you, talking about empathy, we have an acronym that we created, David. Mm-hmm. It's called LEAD, L-E-A-D. L is for listening, like really acute listening. 
E is for empathy, A is for accountability, and D is for deliver consistent results. Yeah. So that's our filter of, of, of what we go by and what, we, what drives us. I love that. On that note, as, as you know, we're talking about your philosophy here, can you tell me a little bit about your approach to strategy? It's typically before we go into any sort of strategy session, I want to make sure we're all prepared. So we need to have data. Uh, hopefully their case studies or some contextual support that can foster the probability of success is either the, we mitigate the risk or the probability of success becomes you know greater. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we look at different markets, we try to identify, is there a core need for our business? How is the client being serviced today? What are they missing? You know, obviously barriers of entry, who are the key partners that are supporting that industry? And does Birdie Box play an active role? Could could we add value? Because if we can't add value, we won't enter. And when I looked at whether it's professional golf or country clubs in the greengrass side or professional collegiate sports, the, the same common challenges came up. It's hard to reinvent yourself every year, yeah. create something that's relevant, that's on brand, on trend, and in budget. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I stretch the budget? How do I make David's $50 feel like $150? Mm-hmm. And how do I create a personal experience that's memorable so they don't leave it behind or re-gift it, but it's something that they can, they remember? And regardless of industry, regardless of budget or strategy, those pieces are always important to clients. And what I've learned is that many organizations say they could do all these different things, but at the end of the day, can they do it at scale? Can Mm -hmm. they do it with minimum lead times? Can they do it with no setup costs or hidden fees? And can they do it on time? Yeah. And personalize it. And, you know, for better or worse, it's not easy. And um, when clients or, you know, know, we're going through a strategy session, They'll say we're, we're, we're taken care of They're like, okay, tell us what you love about your partner. Hmm. Tell us what works. And instead of saying, let me explain how I could replace that partner, because you have to be respectful of that relationship. What, mm-hmm. they, what we try to educate them on is that we're a service provider. You don't need to have everything run through Birdie Box. And we're respectful of those relationships. So we can incorporate your key partners or other vendors into the supply chain and where will Birdie Box add value? Is it just packaging? Is it branding? Is it logistics? Is it storage? Is it none of the above? Yeah. And that's just been our philosophy. So our strategy becomes, can we add value? Can we service? What are the barriers of entry? And is there a need for what we're doing? Brilliant. And talking about need, things are coming back online. I mean, how are you feeling? Uh, Not only online, but I mean, at full capacity. Are you excited? I mean, are you gearing up? What's your uh, day-to-day looking like now? I'm so energized, David. Like I'm already yeah. an excitable guy. You can tell by my personality <laughs> uh, and raspy voice. But we just hired an executive from Amazon. Mm, he oh. ran the largest <laughs> Amazon fulfillment center in Miami. Okay. Over, over a million square feet. And I don't know how, but he had an entrepreneurial bug. Yeah. And we found him and um, we just brought him in. And you could just, you know, when you're around talent, you, you just know. Yep. And and in a short period of time, I'm watching his impact. And as we scale this operation, potentially have multiple distribution centers, I, I believe he's the right person. So I'm seeing 
great progress. Clearly, we're, we're moving warehouses, so so that the capacity is there. We have a strong sales pipeline, and now I believe we have you know one of the best leaders we can on the logistics and warehouse and distribution side to get us there. So I'm optimistic. Uh, revenue will be up two x this year. Uh, we think it'll be up similarly next year. We do a lot of multi-year agreements, so we pre-book a lot of revenue. And, and right now, you know, nothing's perfect and nothing's, you know, rainbows and sunshine, but we're in a really strong position, I believe, especially with our buying power, getting operational, you know, production costs and efficiencies to become a real significant player in this space. Absolutely love it. Pat, thank you so much for being on the show. I might have to gift a birdie box to a few people uh, <laughs> just after talking to you. I mean, it sounds amazing. Well, Pat, thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, look forward to having you on the show in the future. Thank you very much for the time, David. I appreciate it. I think that's such a cool approach to customization. It just really hones in on creating a special experience. End of the day, that's what this industry is about, creating something memorable. So it's been wonderful for me as host to meet so many of these shop owners over the past 25 episodes of the Graphics Profiles, Um, which brings me to some new developments. This is actually the last time I'll be hosting this show. As I've recently accepted a new job opportunity. While I am going to really miss interviewing these innovative folks, I have the pleasure of announcing that Cassie Green, the editor of Graphics Pro Magazine, will actually be taking over hosting duties. You've already heard her voice. She did the Logo Jet commercial in this episode, and you've heard her in past episodes as well. So, Cassie, uh, you've been editor now of the magazine for, for how long? Well, I took over editor of A&E Magazine in 2014, and then I moved into uh, the executive editor role with Graphics Pro last March 2020-ish. Does that sound right? <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Uh, I, I'm happy to hand it over to you. I think there's no other... Uh, there's no better hands, honestly. <laughs> I appreciate that, David. I mean, you, you've done a good job setting us up. You've yeah. certainly <laughs> elevated our podcast to a great level and really excited to keep going. Absolutely. So until next month, stay safe and keep customizing. Keep customizing.